This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you're listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday with... ITFC buffoon David Diamond for a sometimes informative but always irreverent hour of football conversation itching to come in. <laughs> so make your Monday a blue Monday. Hello, my friend Dave. Yeah, like Ben, that was a lot better than your first attempt, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? We had two attempts. Why right? rubbish? <laughs> Terrible. Dave, this is episode number 74. I'm going to give you four options on what the number 74 means. Is it A, the number of times you've said to a degree? on this season's podcast. B, the number of points that fifth place will get this season. C, the number of times I've slagged off Cole Skews in the last three weeks. Or four, the number of times listener Paul Sparrow has watched Escape to Victory in the last calendar year. Oh, definitely four. Okay, number four. Um, how are you, yeah. Dave? We're going to have to... Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, how's, how's things for you? Yeah, well, I, I, know we're, I know we're busy this week, but I've got a bit of a confession to make. Um, so I did a gig today and I came back, and we're pretty tight on time today, aren't we? Went to we South are. Mims Services. So I'm stood in the queue at South Mims, and um, kind of middle-class lady, you know, your sort, um, stand- <laughs> standing with her kids. Um, she's, really, she's really eager to go, and she's quite rude to the, um, to the lady working behind the till. And oh. the lady goes, receipt? And she's like, nah, walks off. Walk up to the counter, start paying for my stuff, look down. There's 20 quid wedged. Yes. <laughs> wedged. Um, karma, karma. Well, it's kind of, and I'm 90% sure that she must have dropped it because she was in a bit of a rush. Um, so my first rationale is, oh, I'll pay for my stuff. If she's out there, I'll give it back to her. Um, yeah. I walk out, big, big, like Range Rover Sport, next parked next to my car. She's not gone. They're messing with the kids. Do you think I gave the 20 quid back or not, Dave? Do you know, Ben, knowing you, of course you did. You're a decent guy. Dave, you the, tw- the you... 20 quid is two feet in front of me on my, car- <laughs> on my carpet. Absolutely shocking. 
she can afford it, can't she? Yeah. She probably spent yeah. 20 quid in petrol just you know what, on the M25. Do you know what I thought you were going to do? I thought you were going to bring a tear to our listeners' eyes and said because she was so rude to the cashier that you gave it to her. I gave it to the cashier. The cashier could yeah. have put it in the in the charity pot, you know. Yeah. But, so yeah, basically, I'm a I'm a thief. You're a bad man. I'm I'm an awful person. Yeah, speeding yeah. fine two weeks ago, and do I'm, you feel do you, do you feel better for getting that for? Are you now cleansed? Now you've admitted that now. Uh, no, um, I don't know why you've said cleanse because you're going to mock my cup of tea, aren't you? Do you want to just get it over with? <laughs> yeah, some cleansing brew, wasn't it? Yeah, Is it, was it? Is... cleanse by... Did, Dave, we've got loads to talk about. Why are we? Why, are we, oh, why, I don't know why am I letting go. you mock me? Is it... let's, let's cut to the chase. Let's go. Let's go to Brighton. We're, gonna go to Br- We're not going to do news, although um, there was another Richard Keyes story. I'll just do it really quickly. His, so hmm. His wife won- rumbled his affair by taking his phone while he was asleep and pretending to be him and having a conversation with the is, young lady. So good. <laughs> was it, it wasn't there wasn't a female he wasn't having an affair with a female linesman, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I suspect she just wanted to punch him rather than do anything just romantic. Very, just very quickly before we go to Brighton, I'm gonna say this very quickly. It was another twenty three game Monday night and Luke Hyan made his return. Stop. Drew Neil at West Brom. Over. Yeah, Luke Hyan blocked us on Twitter, Dave. Yeah, that was last week. That was old news, wasn't it? That was week, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I said something cheeky about Alan Judge, and he, and he yeah, he did. He blocked. He, he blocked us he on ju- Twitter. I feel bad. He judged. He judged you, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I was a bit of a dick, to be fair. So, um, mm. Luke, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm one of those asshole Twitter trolley people. But there Come we go. On, let's go. Let's go to Brighton. We've got to go to Brighton, where and I'm going to quote the illustrious David Diamond. If we get literally anything there. It will be a surprise, okay? So, here's your team, Dave. Um, uh-huh. It's Bart in goal. Um, the heroic Villa away back five yeah. of... So, Knudsen left centre-back for his second go. Uh, uh-huh. Chambers in the middle. Spence, the Power Ranger at right centre-back. Spence. <laughs> Emmanuel. <laughs> you're literally just saying a name and it's making me laugh. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel right wing-back. Kenlock left wing-back. Um the midfield triumvirate of Hughes <laughs> Ward. <laughs> I know, it's just, it's just lowest common denominator crap, isn't it? Hey? Um, Hughes, Ward, Diago Raga, um, McGoldrick and Lawrence up front, Naughty. I think we predicted that team, didn't we? We did predict that team. And, why, and why not? I think we said that um, we said that had if Beres was concussion, which is what it certainly looked like and it was proved to be that he wouldn't be playing Tuesday, and um, so be it. And obviously, um, much to everyone else's delight, Skews was still out injured. <laughs> and that's what makes this podcast <laughs> so excellent, frankly, isn't it? You know, we 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 were right. Um, second we're minute, right. And Dave. Also just, and just quickly, Taylor. You got you got to stop what? saying just quickly. Just just, okay, just okay. interrupt me. It's fine. Just I'm going to interrupt you, Taylor, who we thought did suffer a hamstring, did did indeed suffer a hamstring, and probably out for. I think three weeks or a month, something like that. What you're really saying is you were right about that as well, Dave, yeah? Yeah, I should be a physio. A physio <laughs> from about 50 yards away. But remember, knows anything. remember, it's only our under-25s need physioing because the over-25s know their bodies and, you know. <laughs> oh, <that. yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Yeah. According to ESPN. Um, second yeah. minute, um, Kenlock takes a, takes a yellow. I think this set the tone with this, this referee. Um, so right, yeah. Good maturity from him, though, to play away at the league leaders, 88 minutes on a yellow. Free kick gets drifted in. Bart's a bit flippy-flappy with that one. He gets away Ooh, with that was. one, Dave, doesn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think a good point you made about Ken Lock because he was up against who I think we've both said before, Knockart is one of the best players in the whole division, you know, individuals in the whole league. And, uh, Do you think? Yeah, I think. Well, Knockart, without a doubt. Is it, is, is it not just a case of he's a, a decent player in a good team, though? Oh, I think he's a very good player. You do? Oh, no, I, yeah, no, I, I really do. Okay, shoot me down, but I, yeah, I, I really do. But anyway, go on. Um, yeah, well, we'll go to the ninth minute. Knudsen steals oh. in to uh, win the free kick. Um, sorry, he doesn't. He steals in to win the ball. He gives it to Lawrence, who does a lovely little kind of turn on Bulldog. Forwards tackle and a free kick. Over to you, Dave. Yeah, well, we've done a 10 men because Hughes, he's got a penchant, hasn't he, for head injuries. He'd pick mm, up another head worryingly. injury. I mean, it was it was 10 seconds, I think, wasn't it, out at Villa. We saw it in front of us at Villa. And I think it was five minutes he had a clash of heads with um, Bruno, Frank, I think it must be. Um, <laughs> so whilst we were still Not down to 10 Not the Sasha Baron Cohen character, Bruno. Yeah, well, whilst we were still down to 10 men... Um, Lawrence gets that free kick in a great area for him. We know all about his delivery and he puts it, he literally does put it into that corridor of uncertainty and um, bravery from Chambers. A good bravery from Chambers gets there, um, gets a march on everyone else. Um, can't miss really. Just It's one of those free kicks. It's so good. You know, you get something on it. It's got to go in and it did. You know, Stockdale didn't really have a chance. It literally was point blank, wasn't it? Um, what, what an assist, Dave. Can, can oh, I argue that in its way, because... Um, because the defending team can stop and have a look at that and prepare for that, in, a, yeah, in, a, in its, its own way, player. it's as good as McGoldrick's. I know McGoldrick's one was obscene against Reading, but that's a oh, beautiful free oh, kick, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? It, was a, it was a great ball. Great ball. Um, it was that sort of ball here on a silver on a silver platter. Go on, just, just edit it. And, and he did bravery, and it looked a nasty injury. It looked a real nasty one. Well, what happened Great to spies. him? Yeah, well, I th- it looked at first, we saw it, because they do it in real time, don't they? Well, it's not real time, but um, they give it an immediate replay on Sky, Sky on Gillette Soccer Special. And, um, yeah, it looked like a neck injury. It looked really bad. And you, you know when someone's down and the players are all around him and they're waving the physio on it, it looked nasty. But um, that nah, just transpires. He cracked the rib. <laughs> yeah, Christ, what's he, what's he moaning about? Brilliant. <laughs> absolutely absolutely superb. And yeah, he got up. I once, Dean Chambers and played on. I once bruised the rib doing a silly, silly move off a diving board at Broomhill oh. Swimming Pool in Ipswich for oh, listeners you're showing, you're over showing a age. certain age. Yeah, I think yeah. I was showing off to my friends. Yeah, that really... Not the bloody... Not the, not the 10 metre, not the... No, no, one, one of the lower ones, but oh, right, yeah, right. still silly. Um, and the best thing about that is it finally gets this ridiculous stat of Skews being our equal top assist maker on the basis <laughs> of a horrible <laughs> shot against... Um, QPR being put in by Lawrence although, and, although we'll and get, we'll get, tapping we'll, a free kick to the side for um, no toe poking it to Lawrence who then dribbled it 30 yards and smashed it in the top corner it's a quality assist although we'll, <laughs> I, I think later on in this pod we'll get to the best assist I've ever seen in my life oh really okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are we going to yeah, talk about but, Juan Valeron again this sounds fun hey um, no I am, I am you'll know you're, I'll, I'll give it away slightly I am saying that slightly tongue in cheek okay um cool. Emmanuel gets robbed, uh, gives away a bit of a rubbishy foul. Um, free kick goes in, dunk swipes a left foot volley at it. Easy catch for Bart. Um, Brighton playing out from the back. Kenlock presses up high, a um, bit too high. They get in behind. Knockart does his standard run. A um, bit like this um, Arjun Robin gimmick where you run in from <laughs> cut, 
Do, do you know, have you seen that tweet doing the rounds? It's called Arjun Robin scoring the same goal over and over yeah. again. And it's, quite an impressive, it's quite an impressive goal, though, isn't it? You yeah. know what he's going to do, but you just can't stop it. Absolutely. Um, well, you can stop knockout if you've got Bart in goal. Um, Dave, we're going to the 29th minute and the equalising goal. Brighton with the ball in midfield. Um, Sidwell plays it in behind Hughes, who's um, tracking Bruno. His cross gets cut out... Um, Crap clearance by Hughes. Love Hughes, but um, straight out no, to Stevens. Um, yeah. Bruno actually does him nice. Um, yeah, nice, does. nice turn, and um, Hughes pulls on the shirt. Have I got that pretty much all right, Dave? Yeah, yeah. It's good recycling, isn't it? It's good recycling by Brighton. I mean, I think there was a corner in the first place because Bruno was quite advanced there, um, and it's a good ball by Stevens. And yeah, he just. Um, Hughes does get caught, Bruno gets wrong side, but to be fair, he does, he, he does him, he does, he sort of rolls him, doesn't he? And yeah, he's, he's, he's a fair old tug of the shirt there. I don't think you can argue with that one, really. Um, and Hemed steps up. Um, Dave, I was a bit disappointed with Bart on this one because we've seen Hemed take several penalties this season and yeah. he always waits for the keeper to go. You've got to play... I've heard um, Letizia and people talking about this. Actually, really good podcast I heard, but Mark Noble with Graham Hunter. Check that out if you're obviously... Oh, yeah. Ipswich. yeah. He talked about um, the, the, the art of the penalty as well because he's pretty good at them. Um, surely you've got to play chicken with Hemed there and not not move to say, I'm, I'm going to go this way and I'm not going to move. Until... Yeah, it's difficult. It's a difficult one. I've got it here. Um, Hemed with Aldridge-like stuttered run-up. But he but made it easy for him, didn't he? He took one... Yeah, I, he was doing the time he walk, wasn't he? He took a jump I mean, to the left and... <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Best goalkeeper probably I've ever seen. Peter Shilwood. Never saw him save a penalty. Never, ever saw him save a penalty. What, never was, what a, was Cooper's never technique got, then? Never got near... Cooper was Cooper was quite cute, really. He used to sort of like sway. They, he didn't really... He didn't move. He just... His feet were planted. But he used to sway. And he used to invite... He used to basically give not three quarters, but perhaps, well, two thirds of the goal. He used to really favour one side and sort of sway and favour one side and invite it on. And literally, well, I think it literally was nine times out of ten, probably not quite that, but almost all of the time, um, uh, you know, the kicker would, which is he just psyched him out. The kicker would put it in that spot, which by that time Cooper was prepared for it, and um, and would always get across and that's, make the save. That's what I mean. You've you've made my point better for me, Dave. Just would have been nice to see Bart stand up, stare him out, don't move, and you know. But Hemed's good with those penalties. I don't think he? we can call Bart out because his penalty saving technique's poor. But I get the he did point he did a good save against Wolves back in was it late yeah, August or early yeah, late did. August yeah, wasn't he did it? Save one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just um, I'm just saying. Uh, I when Hemed took that penalty, I knew what he was going to do, and I assume Bart knew what he was going to do as well with the. With the research, now, there you go. Now, now you've said that, I can't. I somehow can't get Matt Letizia's penalty stats out of my head now. Oh, it's like forty-eight from forty-nine <laughs> or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, something ridiculous. And, and the brilliant that. quote from him is, "Why would I feel pressure? It's the easiest chance I'm going to get all game." Yeah, there you go. Love it. Yeah. And Dave, thirtieth minute, the booking heard around the world. Uh, and you know what? I was listening to it on radio stuff. I think that Brian. Listen to him on the commentary, and I don't know what was wrong with him that night. He was just chirping it. Maybe he wanted. You didn't take you know, Teresa out. Um, I didn't. I took Friday night. Nice. Front, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? We. Um, he was chirping at the ref all night. He was in the ref's ear virtually from the from the first whistle, calling the Mills and Brenner Woolley, and it was uh, say an accident. It was a booking waiting to happen, and um, I don't think anyone really picked up on it. Noticed it, but obviously he had a word with the ref. 
in the aftermath of the penalty decision or after the penalty was scored. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was. It's a shame. And Mick has come out and said, "Yeah, I've spoken to him, but done a bit of a free spell." I'd, I'd like to know. Probably Statman could tell us some. Um, how many of his bookings of those 10 have been for dissent? Because I reckon there's a fair amount. And that's poor if it is. Really poor. Hey-ho. It's done now. We were all waiting for it. It's done. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Just a shame with um, what's coming up next weekend. But there you go. Well, we're going to do about four hours on that, judging by the yeah. tweets I've yeah, got. So, um, right, let's go. 35. Ipswich get a nice overload down the right-hand side. Um, Emmanuel supporting the attack, as he does ever so well. Ward picks it up, drives down the line. Uh, his cross gets blocked. Um Gets a lucky bounce off Emmanuel. I think this confuses the linesman because Ward is offside. Um, yeah. But he picks it up, crosses it. It's hard to tell whether Lawrence misses it or dummies it. Um, but it goes all the way through to McGoldrick. First time oh, shot. Not not, the cl- I, not I far enough the in the corner, Dave, was it? Yeah, or the cleanest strike, was it? It was, yeah, it was like a fairly straight, straight at stop now. I'm not sure it was the, um, the cleanest strike he's uh, he's ever had. No. Okay, into the second half. Um, Emmanuel, nice press on March, takes it off him, gives it to Ward, who breaks the lines yet again. He's having a great little run. Uh, mm. Feeds Lawrence, runs at Dunk, he twists left and then right. Oh, my God. Um, shoots low. Stockdale saves it. I've got down here, I know this is stating the bleeding office, the, the, the Reading finish would have worked hell here, the high one, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have done, but a lot. how many times do you see those ones? Because he hit it well. Oh, through the legs. Slip under the keeper, yeah, good save. I thought, yeah, he spread he, himself well. He's good, he's good Stockdale, isn't he? Yeah, he's Stockdale, yeah. Good yeah, player, yeah. yeah. Uh, Knockart um, <clears> wins <throat> the corner, takes it himself. Bart deals well under pressure. Um, good quick throw by Ward. Lawrence gets sort of sandwiched in the corner by two and um, draws the foul. Um, he whips the free kick in. Um, no, so Chambers runs to the near post. And the ball yeah, goes to the far post. Can't quite see what's going on here, yeah. Um, Spence, who is starting Pretty, to become yeah. a real nuisance from these mm. set pieces. More of that in the Leeds game. Uh, he mm. wins ahead. It goes across to Chambers, who kind of... He, he wraps. He puts his left foot around Sidwell. Yeah, um, yeah. Flips it. Quite... Just hits the base of the post. Um, but then what about the back heel from Chambers? <laughs> That's great. Great retrieval there, isn't it? Yeah. And the biggest irony of ironies... Um, McGoldrick didn't seem to expect that to happen. It's about a foot off the ground, but he's inside the six-yard box. He does well to put it over. If that had been the other way round and it had been McGoldrick backheeling it to Chambers and Chambers oh, putting it, it over... Gillette Soccer Special would have been all over it, wouldn't they? Yeah, um, McGoldrick should have scored there, shouldn't he? Well, I think it was, def- I think it was a bit like... We'll get to the one yesterday. I think it was deflected overall because I think that, that, that led to another corner. Oh, I okay. I beg, yeah. I beg his pardon, but... Um, Unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see Spence making a difference in the um yeah. in the attacking penalty box. Um, Sidwell and Pocagnoli going down the left together. Uh, dangerous cross is dealt with by Kenlock. Second phase works his way out to Stevens. Um, it looks like it's a good shot, but Bart does the whole nope. Got it covered. Throws his yeah. Throws his yeah. hands up. Um, bit yeah. of head tennis back and forth. Chambers tackle doesn't carry. March gets played in down the left by Knockart. Uh, takes it to the goal line. Spence slides into block, and that looked like a horrible dive, didn't it? Am I? I'm not being a biased Ipswich fan here. No, I don't think so. No, no. That that, that looked like simulation yeah, yeah. And, and a yellow. Yeah. But yeah. hey ho. Um, 66. Knockout gets past Chambers. Plays in Bulldog. He's one on one with Bart. Um, good save. Good save. Oh, All right. Good height, but yeah, it's a good save. Come it? on. He's got to find the. 
got a, um, Bart Bart does all he can. His, his angles yeah. are good, and he he saves it when he comes. But um, we've often talked about this, Dave. Where um, who's in control of that situation? Keeper shouldn't have a prayer with a chance like that. Should shouldn't he? really. You'd, you'd think perhaps more forwards. You know, we'd perhaps almost give the keeper the eye, but go yeah, near go in the other corner than, like Messi yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Dave. 74th minute, yeah, the substitution. I, I know what's coming. I <laughs> the substitution coming. heard around the world, and he's back. Doug, he is back. Doug, he is back. Yeah, um, Diago Raga. Perhaps with, with Mick have a, a thought going into the Saturday match. I don't know, but it's just um, perhaps just running, uh, you know, running short of gas, replaced by the redoubtable Dougie. And may I say that listening to the commentary from the 74th minute on. We were quite, we were quite on the back foot after. <laughs> after that, I thought Dougie it sounded like it. No, Dougie. no scar, just the glass. Hey, just the glass. But yeah, I still want it, and I've got a feeling I'm going to get it at least once before the end of think, the season. Do you think you might? Do you think you might get it next Sunday? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, you won't. You won't get it next Sunday. I reckon. I reckon people will leave if they <laughs> I reckon that. <they're... laughs> <laughs> they won't be allowed. They won't be allowed. To. Oh, okay. People will be frog marched to the station. But yeah. Um, uh, right. It must be Hughes' time now. It's eighty-second minute. This is where he starts to excel, doesn't he? Um, receives it from Kenlock inside his own half. Gives it back. Kenlock That's finds great, Lawrence. Great. Plays a nice ball into Ward, who's crept forward, furthest forward actually. Uh, Hughes gets on his bike as he loves to. Um, Ward finds him. He cuts inside. Duncan shoots, but actually Duffy blocks it from in front of Stockdale. I I love the, I love these runs from um centre midfield. Yeah. Yeah, he's um he's powerful, isn't he? Well and Ward powerful, as well. Yeah, both, yeah, no. You made a good point. It sounds like a, a rugby ism you used earlier, but yeah, breaking the lines and it's exactly what Ward does it really well now, he's got that pace, isn't he? Yeah. Exactly what they do, which we just haven't seen. Well if Ward's if Ward's job going forward, um, if you'll excuse the pun, is to literally just do bits and pieces, keep the ball and just keep mm. You know, in a straight line, yeah. just go backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards, and just keep good at it. bombing on. He's good very at it. good at it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. So here comes the big chance for Brighton, Dave. This is the 91st minute. Um, sure. Hughes loses it on the edge of the box. The counter-attack starts. Um, they try and switch from right to left, and Emmanuel should cut it out. Um, he botches the interception. Akpon plays it straight out to Murphy. He crosses low into the middle. Chambers good and Knudsen... They seem to leave Murray to each other. You're right, he controls it well. And Does everything right, really, yeah. Well, he would have scored if he did everything right, but well, he okay. hit the inside of the post. I think we were pretty lucky there. Yeah, we were, but I think we deserved that bit. You know, we hit the post, we hit the, in the same move, hit the post and the bar. I think, you know, it, it evens itself out, and I think we deserved that. Um Chambers does his usual dressing down of Emmanuel, but surely he lost Murray, didn't he? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I suppose I in Emmanuel... Chambers' defence, the chance doesn't even happen if Emmanuel just nah, cuts it out. Does his job, yeah. I think Emmanuel had a tough time. It sounded on the radio that him and um, Poganoli and Knockhart were sort of doubling up on him. So I think he had a tough night, Emmanuel. He did, yeah. Which, which perhaps shows... Well, well, we'll get to that as well. Um, let me give you some stats, Dave. Johnson Chambers first. Mm. Six clearances, two blocks, one key pass, one shot off the post, one goal. He he loves playing in the middle of the three, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> now, say he's found his position. I think we all knew that. <laughs> now, Dave, do you want some Dougie? 
Go on. So touches. He came on in the seventy-third minute, and yeah. So say yeah. there was three minutes. So twenty-minute cameo, four touches. Yeah. One foul. Yeah. One pass, but one hundred percent pass yes. completion, which leads yes. me to say, bring back Scuggles. I want some fucking Scuggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, apparently they had to um, Brighton the next day had to get a um, a sort of digger in to, to sort of fill in the trench that he'd made in that ten yard <laughs> spot. Oh, either poor, side of the poor either, Dougie, we should not be deriding the, a man that's made a living the for half, the either side of the halfway line. There was like a six foot trench where he'd been running in it for fifteen minutes. Bless what him. has happened to poor Dougie? Can, can I just say, um, do you want some? Do you want some? We got some. Yeah, he's a. Um, He's a professional footballer who played in the Premier League. He's probably, do you reckon he's a millionaire? Of course he is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. We Get shouldn't up, be deriding him. I'm, a, hope, I'm a self-employed musician. Yeah, but, but it is funny, sure though, isn't is. it? Yeah, it's all good. I'm sure he, he, he looks the sort of guy who just wouldn't take offence either. Yeah, he doesn't care, does he? Nah. Yeah, he just sits in his silk pyjamas and doesn't worry about it. Um, nah, so, Dave... I know oh, what's happened. Luke Hines told him, don't ever listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pair of assholes, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Dave, you, as I said at the top of the segment, um, you said literally anything from Brighton would be a, a surprise. Are you you impressed? Yeah, very. Yeah, did you? I, I don't think anyone. Well, you know, hope hope had sprung after the win at Villa, which on the face of it wasn't quite so impressive after all. But um, and the good performance against Reading. But even so, I think we thought that Brighton, even with those two games under our sort of belts, would be a Dave. Bit Dave, of a step to, 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 just quickly, just to reiterate. Our team got decimated during the first half against Villa. That win, that win. Uh, you know, I know you're going to tell know. me that they they've been playing rubbish, but we were superb against Villa. Don't forget that. No, no, no. We were second half, and I, you know, I think deserved that bit of luck at the end. Deserved that bit of luck, as as Mick, I think Mick said. It's both, you know, it wasn't a. He thought Stockdale was arguably Brighton's man of the match, um, just as busy as Bart was. So yeah, great, brilliant, cool. Um, can you do some kind of roundup of the midweek stuff, nice and nice and quickly? I can, yeah. Um, Norwich, uh, Norwich to Newcastle to late equal riser by Lascelles after um, I think um, Perez had put, him, put him one up in the first minute. Norwich got two back quite two went ahead quite quickly in about the first fifteen. But yeah, um, just quickly, at one point in that game with about fifteen minutes to go, Norwich were winning two one, and they. I, Pretty sure they were in the playoffs mathematically, and then everything changed. Newcastle equalised. Everyone else sort of got winning goals or got a point, and they found themselves four points adrift. Um, Rotherham two, Huddersfield three. You know this is a sort of result. They were twice. You know they get the you know, teams grind it out, but they were twice behind and a late win, a fifth win on the spin. Um, late winner from um, Smith, who's a bit of an assist king as well. Isn't oh, he? the fullback. Um, did, did Brown <laughs> did Brown score again or assist? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No, no. Um, Kachunga certainly got one. Um, can't remember who got the other one, but I don't think it was Brown. Um, <clears throat> Reading three, Brentford two. Again, this is another Reading were two one down, but late goals by fairly late on goals by Danny Williams, who we like, and um, Al Berens, you know the winger. Yeah. Um, Leeds two, Bristol City one. Uh, Woods twenty second of the season. Although you wouldn't believe that yesterday amongst the goals there. <laughs> Um, Sheffield Wednesday two, Blackburn one, two first half goals from Vincent Sasso. Um, as they consolidated their place in the playoffs. Fulham three, Forest two, seventy um, second own goal by Jack Hobbs. Um, I mean this Villa, my God, Villa one, Barnsley three. Great result for Barnsley. 
you know, considering that that the other players lost Hurahan, lost Winner in a transfer window, um, two for Bradshaw, um, and Villa's Villa's fourth straight championship defeat, and obviously second in three or four days at home. Um, Preston two, Birmingham one, winner from who do you think, Jordan Hugill? Um, Derby, oh god, Derby, they're doing it again, aren't they? Derby three, Cardiff four. Um, <laughs> but that, that, I think prior to the Saturday before, where they drew three three at home with um, with Bristol City, I don't think they barely conceded a goal at home. Seven and, in um, two. Seven in two, and that put them eight. Uh, as we it was we, there, we eight, softened them up, Dave. We softened them up. I think we did eight points off the plough, and were two nil up. Um, another couple, another couple for Bent, and they won it with a Joe Rules penalty on ninety. Um, Wolves near Wigan won. This goal probably wasn't a classic. It was 88th minute winner by Jake Buxton. And, and I've just got what well, I mean, the championship, unbelievable. In 11 games Tuesday evening, 42 goals scored. Oh. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, and you get to this point, don't you? And those playoff teams, they like you say, they just they just win, they, don't they? They just find a way, don't know. I think we've been there when we're oh, in we the have. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. We're under Burley. We weren't grinding them out. We were marching on. But you'd, you'd just, win week after of, week just to hold you your just position. Do it, it, it just breeds that, doesn't it? You know, confidence and you just feel, well, you know, like Huddersfield, five wins on the spin. You just feel sort of invincible almost, you know, no matter what, you're going to bring it on, you know, super. Bring it on. Well, should we bring on dirty leads, Dave? Oh, dirty leads. Horrible so, leads. Dirty leads. And they're rather magnificent. Um, 2,000 supporters yeah, who um, absolutely sure. brilliant weren't yeah. they um, yeah unbelievable so okay, that gives it that kind of big game feel like like we yeah, had against it. Lincoln when yeah. the um, yeah. um, when they brought <laughs> 10 million people down here um, I did. I haven't written the team down that's not like me um, so it was Barton goal wasn't it Berra comes back and Berra's in the middle of the three this time Chambers yeah. um, to the right Nudson yeah to the left. Here I am yeah. stuck in the middle with you. Um, <laughs> Ken Locke uh, is the left wing back and Spence is the right wing back. So yeah, Emmanuel, these, Emmanuel drops out. These guys, are all, they've all played right the way across the across the back, mm-hmm. especially someone like um, Spence, you know, all mm-hmm. swinging about in those positions. Um, Spence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not even funny and I laugh every time. It's pathetic, know, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Skews is back. Yep. Because uh, Diago Raga presumably is ineligible under the terms yeah. of his loan. Um, yeah. And the lovely uh, duo of Hughes and Ward. Uh, McGoldrick um, stays up front. And as we discussed on our Twitter feed, at Blue Monday ITFC, we suspected that Mick would want Sears' pace yeah. and yeah. Um, defensive ability, let's just say, um, over, say, Pittman or... Yeah. Um, a lot of calls for Kiefer Moore. Kiefer think, Moore, yeah. I think that's a. I don't know. I'm not too. I'm not too sure about that. I think that's just a case of people just wanting something different. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm not sure pitching in a, a guy who's never played any minutes at this level. Although, of, although, although, wait, wait for it. He's got a really. He's got good feet for a big man. Oh. <laughs> you did corridor of uncertainty earlier as well. Yeah, I know. Love it. All right, Partridge. Um, <laughs> Dave, we're going to go straight to the goal, but it's going to be a, bit, a, lot, don't we? a bit of a trek to get you there, okay? So uh, bear with me. Um, McGoldrick, uh, free kick to Skews. Um, Skews does that thing, Dave, that really irritates me that I would probably like him if he didn't do. Where What, play, what plays football? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Very good. Go really. on. Where, go on. No, he, over and again, he does this. He 
plays the ball back to the guy who's just played it to him in exactly the same position. So the guy who is now receiving the ball has to control the ball with less time than he had, uh, you know, originally. And more often than not, it's a centre-half that's receiving the ball that doesn't have the ability of um, of a McGoldrick. And then all you, what you get is you get uh, a tick in the box for a completed pass by Skews. And the poor guy who's given his centre midfielder the ball who is expected to do something more than that with it. I don't know, it just, just annoys me. He's a good passer when he... I mean, even later in this game, there's a few examples. It just really irritates me that... that <laughs> and you, you see players... Um, you know, Dave, you talk about it, play round the corner where they draw yeah. the guy in and mm. play it round him and you break the mm. lines, you break the press when you do that and it mm. just pisses me off this, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to give it straight back to the guy. He clearly doesn't want it. You know, he's giving it to you because you're like, ah, I'm ranting, aren't I? We were going to do it's a goal ball, as well. Ben, it's, ben it's, it's ball, re- ball retention. Nothing wrong with that. Let's go to the goal. No, 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 but there is something wrong with it because it's, it, you know exactly what I'm saying, go, don't man. you? Let it go. Let it. I do know what you're saying. You're, Let it go. Someone's in possession of the ball, and thanks to our wonderful centre midfield, they then receive it in possession at exactly the same point with less time and have to control it and the opposition closer. How that is, I know it's ball retention, but how it's useful is beyond me. Okay, you got. Have you, have you, have you finished? Have you got that off your chest now? Sorry. Sorry. Go on. Um, the goal? What's this got to do with the goal? <laughs> Sorry. So Magogic plays it to Nudsen, who plays it to Kenlock. He bangs it down in the channel. Sears chases after it. Um, he runs Bartley, crosses it in low. Ailing, who's a bit of a chilled-out entertainer, just dribbles it through the middle of the box. Um, it finds out, its way out to Hernandez, who's well-pressed by Sears. Um, Hughes intercepts it. Hughes, ball, yeah. this time, does a really good two-yard pass back to Hughes to beat the press. Right, mm-hmm. now you can carry on. Hughes has got the ball. He's going to run at the midfield, Dave. Where you go? Yeah, it's just it's just good play. Yeah, so he gets that little two-yard ball, quality ball, I must say, from Hughes. Yeah, I, I agree, bring, I agree. Brings, brings it inside, beats one player. And he's coming across the pitch, actually, across the pitch, beats one player and, you know, breaks the line there and then sets off, sets off sort of towards the... Towards the um, Towards the penalty area. What I've got to say is a bit like um, who made the supporting run. I forget last week. I was talking about supporting run. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant run from Ward. Brilliant support from Ward. And what a ball! So um, pretty similar, I guess, to the pass he gave Juice. Um, he gave Lawrence in the um, you know in the Ready game the other week. Bit bit wider. Um, touches it up. Touches it onto Ward. Um, great, lovely first touch. Doesn't really break his stride. And I've put. A clip, clips in a ball. It's a clip, isn't it? It's a lovely, lovely ball. And what a great finish from Sears. So Sears running onto it, about eight yards out, doesn't break stride. It's a difficult skill, this, if you don't time it. And just side foot, side foot volleys at control volley. And Green's got no chance. Great goal. Lovely, really, really good goal there, I thought. I, I think what I... You had a great view of it. I mean, yeah. I did, yeah. I was right behind that one. Um, what I'd goal. liked is that Hughes, when he plays in Ward, he plays, his, plays it ahead of him as if to say, look... Just, yeah, just yeah. run onto that, and yeah. um, I did you say he had a first touch? I thought Ward crossed it first time, Dave. You might be right. Perhaps he just he makes a good body. He doesn't get a first touch. What he does, he makes a good body shape for that clip cross. Yeah, yeah, great. And I've got here Sears because um, he's gone out to the left. He's running back in with the it's, it's right really back. Good finish. Um, really I've got good here finish. waist high jumping side foot volley. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think it was. But it was such a good ball. It was just like like you said, he didn't really have to break his stride. Really good goal, and, and Green had no chance. And and a, a difficult skill, you know. He hadn't scored. I've got it here. Third goal of the season. First first since Rotherham on the 29th of October. Okay, admittedly he's been in and out of the side, but. Yeah, that's one, you know, you haven't scored, you can get snatchy with those, take your eye off and we've all seen, you know, shin it or whatever, we've all seen it, haven't we? But yeah, lovely, lovely go, lovely finish. Um, Alex Prike says, Sears starts as a striker and scores, wonder what Blue Monday will be talking about, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. Also, check out Alex's podcast, the Spoons podcast that you can get on Acast, a very amusing listen. Um, I think we started something here. James says, calm the F down, Sears has scored. Calm down. Yeah, just, yeah, just calm down, everyone. <laughs> just calm down. Um, just calm down. Right, let's go to the 26th minute. Um, long sort of sustained bit of pressing from Ipswich and good passing results in McGoldrick winning a corner. Uh, short one to Ward. Pretty horrific defending. He gives it back to Hughes and the dummy it's completely... Good skill, though. Yeah, he come expects on. Him. He, he expects him. He, I know he's bad defending, really, but he expects him. He's, a, he's mostly left foot and he expects him to whip that one in left foot and he... It does him like a kipper, doesn't it? Absolutely. And this is a, and this is a great bit of skill because he gets the ball to the line and he he just you know drives it across something which is his weaker foot, I think. The right foot, which seems to be. He um, doesn't have a weak foot. No, he's probably done because we see him get shots away with his right, but he's predominantly left foot. If we've got to say he is, um, and a great look, great ball across the box with pace. And again, Nudson, he was up for the original, obviously up for the corner. You'd, you'd, you'd hope that one would have fallen to him a Goldrick or a Sears or someone like that, but. He gets a touch, but again, it deflects up and over the bar. It's a bit unlucky, really. I'm not sure well, he's got a great touch on it. That was really. again, literally the only thing. That one. Literally the only thing Vieira did as well. Um, oh, he's awful. Yeah. Dreadful. Oh, but yeah. um, uh, you know, I've got a note here. He just got completely overrun by Hughes and Ward, didn't he? Um, right, yeah. 31. Uh, Berra robs Wood, plays it to Skews. Great pass by Skews through to McGoldrick. Out to Spence, loopy cross to the back stick. Um, McGoldrick would have done well to score the header from there. I thought, a, I thought it was a really good cross. I like that cross. He sort of drove it across. Beautiful cross. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a just a tight angle there. Well, I like Spence. You want I Murphy like, on? Want Murphy like, on the end like, of that one, don't you? Yeah, I like Spence a lot. I mean, he's he's good on the ball. Really like. Him. Uh, Chambers goes through the back <clears> of Dallas, just inside the Leeds half. Free kick to Leeds. Dave, this is going to end in a goal. So you better take over. It was sort of out of nothing, really. I mean, I didn't even know it was a free kick to Leeds. The ball ball um, ends up wide left with Sacco. Wide um, right. Well, sorry, wide right with Sacco, quite right, who um, shifts on his left foot. And it's a nothing cross, really. It's a loopy old nothing cross. And for the first time, I think the only time all day, would just get slightly the better of Bearer. Oh, David, little... it's Chambers. He doesn't get the better of Bearer at all. It's Chambers, sorry. Okay, well, Wood, perhaps why then? Perhaps why is Chambers at the back post? So Wood wins and just gets a little touch. And yeah, Spencer's ball watching, isn't he? That's where perhaps he's, he's perhaps inexperienced playing in that position. I know he played right back, so it's perhaps a natural right back position there. But he's, he gets done ball watching and gets turned, really. And it's it's quite a neat finish from Dallas. He sort of slides in and, you know, he's, and Bart's right at him, but he just slides it under Bart between Bart and the near post. I don't mean, even fault the keeper, but. Yeah, not great defending from Spence. It's just ball watching there. It's just really, ir- really it. irritating, actually. Um, they were awful leads, I thought, first. I've got, I've got nothing to say from the the free kick out to the, the defensive position. is really good. The three centre-backs are perfectly positioned. I mean, maybe Kenlock could be a why bit tighter, but you still, ex- you still expect 
Um, Why wasn't Berra with Wood then? What happened there? I don't know. I guess I guess Wood just Wood just drifted off. There's there's three centre halves in the box and there's two attacking players, so it's not not that much of an issue. But what what you had what you had was um, the cross is going to go in and it's basically Wood versus Chambers and Spence versus Dallas, and unfortunately. Uh, Wood beats Chambers, and it's. I think the annoying thing with Spence as well is he seems more concerned with. He actually turns if, his back. He seems more concerned with grabbing hold of, of Dallas Wood, than. Here's um, the thing: if Wood doesn't get a touch, does Spence clear that? Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 easily. Maybe yeah. he was done by the touch. Oh, you know the, you know the little flip. But yeah, it was. A, it was annoying nice. because that, who, that was a brilliant first half. Really, was you a know, great first especially half. the first yeah. thirty minutes, and yeah. It it really was, you know, just yeah, those just two took the, individual took the, took the gloss off it really, and he knew Leeds were going to do something, and um, and sure enough, in Elmer, I've got influential, and he is a good player. They brought that brick cut in the sit deep in midfield second half. But I think it's a hapless hapless Vieira. I think it's a compliment though to oh, yeah, um, to absolutely. Hughes and Ward that Vieira, just who's supposedly a good player, just got yeah, completely right. overrun, and um, yeah. the other chap, O'Kane, didn't. You know, didn't have much influence. I just think. Do you we know what? I didn't even swarm- notice he was playing. I didn't yeah, even exactly. Okay, was playing on second half. Didn't we, notice he's there. We sw- we yeah. just swarmed them first half. It was it a really really, really good first half. Um, yeah. We're gonna go to the 60th minute, Dave. This was a fascinating one. Skews off, brew mm. on. First of all, surprised that Skews would would go off, and probably even more surprised that he, was, um, he went with brew, went with brew. Brew yeah. not Bishop. I don't know. Yeah, he um. Or to the four four two. Yeah, it was obviously something up with him because I, I saw him take one of those energy gels just literally about five minutes before. Hell, it's only been, I mean, on 10 minutes after half time. And you see him get, you know, Andy Little, one of them, you know, one of the many, the crew sit on the bench through one of these energy gels. And I just noticed that he took that. I will say, Dave, and, the, the pressing was much more intense than normal, though. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Um, and he had missed two games, so... Uh, yeah, Brew was a strange one. I mean, people around me were saying, oh, you know, Bishop and stuff like that. But um, I think Brew, whilst he was on, did did okay. And I tweeted at the time, um, Hughes dropped back into the kind of quarterback position. And I tweeted um, how amazing, how important he's become so quick. He, you know, he's, he's gone into the Good main... Footballer. Good football at Main midfield position. Um, yeah. Right, let's go to, uh, right, 64. Um, some lovely Route <laughs> 1 Mick ball here. Um, so, Beryl with an uncontested header. McGoldrick flicks it on. Sears times his run perfectly. Yeah, um, he exactly. goes past Bridcut. McGoldrick's arriving, but um, Jansen just cuts out um, Great Sears play. cross. I was, impressed. I was impressed with him. I thought he was brilliant, that Jansen. He looks a proper player. Looks like he's played in Italy, doesn't he? Uh, Hughes puts the corner in. Uh, green challenge by Chambers comes out to McGoldrick. It's kind of a nice looking chip. Hits the bar, but Bartley's right underneath the bar. Um, Dave, I'm going to be, I'm going to be contrarian here. Um, is this another example of McGoldrick doing stuff that looks very pretty but doesn't really achieve anything? What? Are you serious? You are, aren't you? Um, I'm, I'm deadly no, serious. I mean, yeah. it was a fantastic effort. What, 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 what do you think he should have put? His th- it was, it was probably about three or four defenders in front of him. I'm just um, playing. I'm just playing, playing control. Okay, you think he should have put his foot through that? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying it looked very nice and nothing it came of it. It was class. It was class, and with no one else in our, there was no one else in our, on a, in our team could do anything like that. There was a bit of skill I saw um, the first half, McGoldrick, the first half. And I don't know, it was right in front of me, so I don't know if you, you probably saw it from where you were up in Churchman's. Oh, it was like the where, um, Tyson and Murin oh, against Norwich, wasn't it? 
Well, no, slightly unbelievable. Honestly, he beat like three or four men in the space of about five two, yards. Two seconds, Just yeah. Totally, totally incredible play. And you look and you think that guy when he's when he's on it. And go too over ball, but he's worth in mission money alone. For me, he is. He's just. He was, and yesterday, the, um, I thought he was on a totally different level. The chest down from the loopy butt goal no. kick as well was. No, he's so, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. It's a bit unlucky. It's a bit unlucky because it bounced out, and unfortunately, um, had Vera been running onto it, I think you know, great chance of a goal. But he was, he was, he was completely off balance, and he could only just head it, head it to green. Bit of a shame there. I thought he was just a great bit of skill. I'm, I'm just playing contrarian. Was, I actually no, think. Fine. I think that's the most the best sustained McGoldrick for a whole game. Sometimes you get 20 minutes. Sometimes oh, yeah. for, I've seen in, in ages from him as Apparently well. He so, played really, you were there. He played really well, which I think he got injured the week after. Didn't he play really well at QPR? He did. Yeah, he did. Um, I think there was a lot of teasing problems with the three, five, two in that game though. So um, oh, he, was, he was great yesterday. And something in a minute, just Rounded it oh, off for me. I'll give you that that's one, yeah. Um, Bruce floats in the to... free kick no. nicely. Uh, Spencer gave a good ball. nuisance value. Um, he heads it across. Um, McGoldrick, I tweeted at the time, uh, with a Gascoigne Euro 96, nearly... Yeah, just, defender just Garadi just puts him off, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, I've got to say, heads up to um, for um, for the ball by Brew. It was a Lawrence-type ball, that, and really picked Spence out. Great ball, great free kick. Yeah, clever one. Uh, Bridcut straight to Chambers. He prods it away. Uh, Ward breaks clear on one of his searches. McGoldrick um, rolls it across the box to Sears. He's arriving at the back post. Ailing slides in. Now, if Sears had been a little bit bright here, Ailing slides in before Sears has received the ball. He just needs down. to chip it over Take and it. go down. Yeah. Take a knock. Yeah. 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 Um, another Hughes corner here causing trouble. Bruce scoops it back in on the second phase. Sears is trying to set himself for the overhead, but it just won't just won't come mm. down for him. Um, Spence, this is 77, Dave, I'll let you do sure. this one. Spence wins the ball nicely. Uh, McGoldry, it's just, it's absurd. It's, a, oh, it's just sublime, mate. You know, with the but, first touch no, as well. And just, well uh, there's, no one, there's no one else on the pitch yesterday that could, that could pull that off. It's just brilliant. He just gets the ball down. Outside sort of Merson type, he used to favour that. Then he used to take he used to love watching that. He used to take corners with the outside of his right foot. He didn't have a left foot. What a ball. Just half volleys it. To my mind, it was almost, almost on a par with the, um, all right, it did well. What a goal this would have been. It was almost on a par with the ball for, for Lawrence the other week. But what a pass. Straight in the season. Great play from Sears and great awareness. Awareness because Sears, you know, you know, he's got pace. Oh, he holds it up and waits, doesn't gets he? Gets hold of the ball. He's really patient. Comes inside. Lovely again. Lovely little chip cross. McGoldrick running in a full Full, reasonably full power. Good hit, good body. He'd have scored. Had he, had he sort of more controlled it and gone further left, it would, it would have been him. But good, again, Green, good good save. Got down well. A brilliant, brilliant play by both of them, actually. But McGoldrick, people were up around me, just, you know, up on, up, up on their feet just for the pass, let alone what would have been the, the goal. You know, brilliant play. It was brilliant. I'm going to be a contrary bastard again. It you looked hate him, don't you? I, I love on. him. He's a great player. I'm just going to say on. it looked really good and came to nothing. That's just a fact. That is a fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. But it did, but it was, go, it was beautiful. That's what you go and match, you go to match for, for moments. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, I, 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 agree. I agree. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, yeah. And good effort from the, the North stand, because Rob Green left Norwich 11 years ago, and they still gave, yeah. him, gave him a good barracking, didn't they? Um, but, but didn't they, apparently, um, they started chanting, you know, because it's Bobby Robson's birthday, and I didn't, I didn't realise this, but he turned around and gave him a clap, apparently, which I think got some love back for all accounts. Oh, okay. Um, to a degree. <laughs> uh, um, what's the other one just quickly uh, Bishop on for Hughes on 81 that's pretty much game over isn't it Dave yeah more on for McGoldrick 90 good game um, town 10 shots 3 on target Leeds 4 shots 1 on target literally Bart did not have a save them mate did he well other than, uh, um, other than the goal Dave um, what we're going to do I want you to talk about the team performance in the first half and, um, you know, all those positives. And then we're just going to go through, we'll go through defence, midfield and attack. Okay, so talk a bit about the first half and what was so good about it and why they overrun a playoff team. Yeah, very good. Um, Hughes makes, to my man, Hughes makes such a difference. He he was absolutely great again. Just gives gives more power to the midfield. Love Dezel, and I think Dezel's going to be, one day he's going to be a great player. Hopefully he's going to be a great player for us. But it's just, you know, certain games he was getting overrun. But Hughes, Hughes is just, for me, it's just a complete all-round, it looks a complete all-round footballer, doesn't he? And how, well, I know how he doesn't get in Cardiff, get to Cardiff. Cardiff are absolutely flying, which perhaps might be a good thing for us because we may stand a chance of getting him. Yeah, they might. Frankie, you know, I don't think they're perhaps too far out of the playoffs now, but they're absolutely flying. But he makes such a difference. I thought Barry yesterday was close close to his best. I thought best best I've seen him play for a long, long just, just time. talk about the first half and the um the actual style of the style of play. Yeah, it was just good. It was nice, it was controlled and people were getting on the ball. What I like, people were getting on the ball and people seemed confident enough to play. People like Ward. You know, Ward, we've said about it on the pod in recent weeks when he's been playing, looks, you know, he's been playing wide right, looks like a little boy, a little boy lost, looks afraid, afraid to play, afraid to break the line, afraid to take defenders on. He looks a completely different player, different player in that in that midfield, in that central midfield. And I think it's the likes of Hughes who are just giving him the, you know, giving him the confidence, giving him the confidence to play. Yeah, Leeds were good, Leeds were bright, but I, I 
wrote down the possession. They had 59% possession and the Simba in the first half. A lot of the possession was in their half, nowhere near our, nowhere near yeah. our penalty box. And the right, press. the right back had 104 touches or something. So yeah. you talk about 59, 59% possession, well, I think but we just, I if think it's we the just, right back, you don't care, do you? And, and, and you made a really good point about skews. I think we just pressed so hard yesterday. Um, it was a really good game. I thought it's one of the best games I've seen all season. Well, also, yeah, Dave, as well, um, with Ward and Hughes, it seemed to drag the team much further up the pitch. The, um... Well, they're, Ben, they're, more, they're just more athletic. I'm yeah, not being yeah, funny. Yeah. No, 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 um, <laughs> no disparaging of Dougie and, and Skews, but they're just more athletic players and could get around the pitch. And it's, it's, to, it's, to be fair to Skews, uh, he did lead the press a few times as well, and maybe that's why he was so knackered after 60 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I think so. It's... it's, it's it's just a shame it's taken the January transfer window to... I've said it all along, Ben. We've said it this season. Sometimes you need to almost stumble. I oh, stumbled across players. They've signed these lone players, Diego Raga and um, Hughes. All right, Diego Raga wasn't there yesterday. But, um, you know, they've just stumbled across this formation, certainly with, with Ward, with Ward, you know, tucking in there, which wasn't, let's face it, at the expense initially of Skews. Um it just looks really, really good. Yeah. Chambers is a different player. Chambers looks a player now, and I think Mick, the manager came out today or yesterday and has said on has said on on um, well as reported on TWTD expects him to get another contract. Well, Christ, you can see why. Thank God he didn't. Thank God he didn't go. He looks a superb player in there. Well, Knudsen, yeah. D- d- looks, sorry, to cut you off, Dave. Let's Knudsen let's well. just go. Let's just go through just quickly the. Just um, the phases of the pitch. So, um, in terms of this back three, I've made a note. Uh, Chris Wood, 26 touches, only won three aerials, although he did get the assist. Uh, 15 passes at a horrific 46.7% completion. Um, On the basis of this performance, um, because I think Chambers, Taylor and Berra all would prefer to play in in the middle position, but... I think mm. Chambers is going to pay for his versatility again. I think Berra's going to stay in the middle. Chambers is going to be right and uh, Knudsen's going to be left. Because I think, I think Chambers can cope better than Berra can um, in one of the wider positions. Do you agree? I think, oh, well, I, I think you're right. Well, don't, let's face it, he has been playing right back for the past three and a half seasons, so pretty much. So, no, of it's course just, he can. It's just Chambers has put in two awesome performances from that middle position hasn't he yeah he, he yeah. could argue that he should be playing there but I think again and it's the what always happens to versatile footballers they their their, their versatility kind of bites them on the ass because they don't, yeah, can do don't get to yes. play their best position do they I think you're right and I think yesterday it was slightly horses for courses because I think he'd always match try and match bearer up against um against wood just well, because Cameron of Jerome just because of wood's physical prowess and the same again with Cameron Jerome yeah, yeah I would say so, that um, we'll do that in the Norwich preview. Um, mm. the, the wing backs. I thought that was Kenlock's worst game so far. Not not in a bad way, but he set really high standards for himself. And attacking wise, it didn't come on. And I think what we're going to find against the four two three one teams, the wing backs are going to be less of an attacking force, and the centre midfield are, are going to yeah. be more so. It just didn't happen for Kenlock, did it? Didn't. I thought Spence. I thought Spence played very well on the right, especially for perhaps. First half was right in front of me, but he's very good on the ball, very confident on the ball, can see a pass. Yeah, we've got a good player there. Very right, good Dave, player, I think. I've got nine players who could play in that midfield three. I want you to tell me your, maybe your top three or your top five, okay? So you've got Skews, Diagaraga, Hughes, Ward, Brew, Bishop, Dougie, Dazelle, 
and Williams could all play in there. What's your sure. what's your what's your kind of top three or your top five there? Um, about my top my top three would be, which is what we had at Villa really last week would be Diogo Raga, Hughes, I think, and Ward. Ward's been a revelation there. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love Johnny Williams, but a fit Johnny Williams, you'd love to try and fit him in the sides. And God, that's a, that's a hell of a thought. You almost forget about him, but. Yeah, those those three, absolutely, okay. every time. But well, go on, not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um, and attack. Um, obviously, Lawrence is suspended again next week. Um, uh, Sears, I thought looked looked really, really good with McGoldrick a bit a bit farther strange, off him. He, he just he divides opinion, Sears, because you see on Twitter and certain things on the forum and stuff like that was. Well, Sears, all right, he scored a goal, but what else did he do? Ran around a lot. Well, I think that's very, that was very harsh yesterday. I think he'll go with this. Well, why would he change it? I think he'll probably go with McGoldrick and Sears next week. Um, hopefully the big lad will be, um, hopefully the big um, Moore will be fitting on the, you know, on the bench. No, I see no reason not to go with, not to go with Sears and McGoldrick, do you? Um, no, I think he will. Um, but mm. we'll do that in the Norwich preview. Yeah, um, yeah. McGoldrick was obviously he was obviously oh. brilliant. But Dave, he needs he's only scored in open play against Wigan and Rotherham this season. Yeah, I know. He needs to go put. He needs to he score needs goals. To goal, he he had the chance against Brighton. Remember the easy one against Forest. He had one against Fulham. He should have five more goals now, perhaps than he's got yeah. in his total. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we are we are short of goals. It's, you can't deny. Um, you can't deny we're not short of goals. And he doesn't but, have uh, the dis- defensive responsibilities that Sears have. Funnily enough, come. funnily enough, Lawrence doesn't get the same treatment as Sears get, does he? He's not he's not being yelled at to to track back the whole time, is he? But well, I think you can probably indulge Lawrence to uh, to to some extent. Um, yeah, the goals will, the goals will come. The goal will get a scruffy one, and the goals will come. That happens before. Cool. Um, Mark Whitehead on Facebook says, "Okay, yeah, Dave. Good. So six games into this awful run, man, just the one yeah. win, uh, just the one defeat. I would have taken six points. We have six points, and crucially, eleven points above bottom three. Also, MM seems to have stumbled on a team and a formation that sort of works. Said. Unlucky yeah. versus Reading and Leeds. Maybe lucky next week. Let's hope so. And if you're a long-term, <laughs> yeah, so, if you're a long-term listener of this podcast, and you talk about Mick stumbling on three-five-two, did we not say about?" 14 months ago that 352 might might be a solution there we go it it was always your pet choice of formation wasn't it yeah yeah and i've used this again i was right it's horses horses for courses mate we've got the players that can play in there now and i wasn't really convinced previously that we have had those players and i think that hughes is such a key player for us at the moment yeah i put a tweet up actually um just to get some opinion, how much do you think uh, Cardiff would want for him? Had, had, had some interesting answers. One of which said Cardiff are going to get a kick in from financial fair play soon as well. So that might oh, really? that might work in our in our favour mm. too. There, but I believe, I, be, I believe I believe that when I see it. Yeah, right. Um, Dave, we're going to go to the roundup and then um, yeah, good. We're doing we're doing all right. I just, we should... just very quickly, I just made a point. Um, this is all the margins, all right. These, some of these could have been defeats. Eleven draws yesterday. That's our eleventh draw. Um, highest in the division, other than Villa, who have twelve. But I guess you look at draws, you think, oh, if some of those were wins. But I guess you know. Well, two against Brighton and some... one against Norwich. Everyone would have yeah. taken, wouldn't they? Yeah. No. It's um, optimism is uh, is is certainly high. 
Uh, right, round up. Uh, Barnsley nil, Brighton two. Brighton go top again. Um, two from Bulldog. Nice assist from good, Knockout for the good. second. 16th clean sheet of the season, Dave. But then, ridiculous. Their next two games are against Reading and Newcastle, Brighton. Yeah. A sort of physics-defying opening goal from Bulldog, that volley. That, Do you think that, that was a... think that was through the keeper's hands? I'm not sure, but he got some dip on that, didn't he? <laughs> he Wicked. got a bit that's the edge of the box, wasn't it? Hell of a, Dave, hell they're of a 32 goal. games in and still 2.125 on the points per game. So they're, yeah, they're churning out Brighton, aren't they? Yeah, I think they'll do it this season. I really, they've got to do it this season. If they don't do it this season, they ain't going to do it, are they? Uh, Newcastle um, will be beating Aston Villa on Monday, says <laughs> my diary. <laughs> You would think so. Uh, Forest one, Wednesday two. Um, Abdi with whack. the opener. Um, what did you see, Abdi's goal? Whack, yeah. whack, whack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Forest the airy <laughs> channeling his inner Herman Herodison then. And, crowd um, surf. Crowd, crowd surf. surf. Part of me says that's very irresponsible and the other part of me says it's very funny. So, yeah, um, yeah typical. Uh, Osborne, who you like, Dave, got one back. Um, I Osborne, think this has been a... Dis- dis- <laughs> lovely stuff. Um decisive weekend this one like you said about Norwich um, we're going to come on to them because they're going to lose to Burton um, but Wednesday eight points clear in the playoff spot with 14 to to play seven I think seven um, points clear I think they're eight points clear of Norwich I believe That's, I think the seven seven points but you, you're, you're always right so go on um, Statman's always right I think maybe yeah. what you're adding up is that if Fulham win their game in hand it'll be seven Okay, I think that's... Go on. Possibly. We can check that out. Um, but it looks fair, looks like a fairly decisive gap there, doesn't it? It does, because Norwich have played a game more than pretty much everyone, I'm sure, everyone above them. And Fulham have two games in hand of Norwich, and I think are only two points behind. Indeed. Um, so yeah, so Burton 2, Norwich 1. We try not to talk too much about Norwich, because we'll do them... Later. So let's talk a bit about Burton. So they're four points above the line. Um, the, the one thing that's good for them is that although they've lost six of the last ten, they've won the other four. So unlike mm. Ipswich, there's not many not many draws in draws there. In and, there. you know, that's 1.2 on the points per game for, for the last ten. Good loan signings. Oh, great goal by Cartley, wasn't it? Uh, well, but sorry. Can we do a bit about the Norwich goal? It's my best ever assist I've ever seen. A comedy <laughs> assist. Comedy assist of the season, isn't it? Yeah, that was the did, one I was talking about. Did you just watch him when it went? So Whitaker smacks <laughs> a dreadful shot, and he just looks ashamed when it hits Jerome in the face. It's going, it literally is going out for a throw. I'm not even sure it's going out for a corner. It's, it's a Larson going out for a goal Torre. kick the other end. It's, it's, it's a Larson Torre type shot. It's like a couldn't be arsed shot. It just wellies it across, smacks Jerome on the face. So as the temerity to go off runs off celebrating but it's an, it, is a, it is a great assist but the bit of skill and finish by Kitely again um, you'd pay yeah that's that's what you go and watch football for what a class goal that lovely was. goal three and, three and three brilliant uh, Wigan nil Preston nil Hugh, Hugh Gill missed penalty he's crap we definitely shouldn't have Brah. signed him and Wigan are two below the line um, Cardiff five Rotherham nil Oof. so Cardiff clearly don't need Hughes now they've scored eleven goals in the last three games. They're quite uh, going quite well, aren't they? Right. Um, really you... nice scissor volley from Noon. I thought I like. Oh, that you goal. like Noon, don't you? Yeah. But hey, we're playing three-five-two. We have no need for wingers. We don't need him, Dave. We don't. Uh, we don't. I sound like Trump, don't we? We don't need him. We don't, don't need, need him. him. Um, Going to build a wall. Right? Can you in any way explain to me how QPR can win four-one away at, at Birmingham? Because Birmingham are 
complete tosh. I really don't know. QPR are a complete tosh. I know. It's their biggest defeat since um, since uh, their 8 0. I forgot about that. Their 8 0 defeat against Bournemouth, which. Um, uh, the game, the very which the very game after um, Rowett took over, and I did see that um, I read somewhere that Zola has meetings with the owner this week. So I mean, anything could happen there. I mean, that has got to be the worst decision in well, certainly this in recent football championship history, hasn't it? What the hell was that? Was that about? They were in the playoffs. I think when they beat us, were they not sort of nudging around sixth place? I think they were. Yeah, I think um, I think people are a little bit revisionist. I think Birmingham would be in that lump on forty nine points with Fulham and Norwich and Derby. Yeah, they, they, uh, everyone's kind of like, oh, from what, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make from, the they were gonna make the from, playoffs. So don't they? They weren't, you know. No, from what I understand is the football's better apparently, and you said it because we we spoke about Rowe, and I know one or two when you know when we were when we were cracked, you know, what I mean? when when we were really going for the bad spell, people were speaking about Rowe. And I think one or two people said on the TWT forum that, well, uh, cliche alert, be careful. You said this earlier. Be careful what you wish for, Ben. Um, but Rowett's just a less experienced Mick, isn't he? Yeah, Rowett's football is pretty dirge, you know. So um, I think the football, the football's a bit better um, under Zola, but perhaps a tad too open. Zola bud. Zola bud. Um, extrapolation, Dave. Um, 1.24 points per game just because of these draws. 57.15 is the projection but I don't really care because the last four games you've had great. yeah you've had a draw at home to Reading who I believe were third when we played them um yeah. Leeds are obviously a good side and I think you know Leeds centre halves are really good as well and we you know we Jan- really Janssen's made them best, work Janssen's best centre half I think Bartley's really good as well isn't he Yeah they come yeah. in each other really really well um but we made them look ordinary. First half, Ben, we made them look ordinary. Oh, terrible. They're totally undeserved equaliser. It just shows, you know, it's just a shame that, uh, you know, shame we didn't have these players perhaps just prior to Christmas or something like that. Who knows? But there you go. Um, I'm doing this off memory. Top goals is still Lawrence with eight. And thankfully, Lawrence is now top assists with five. Um, and Bart he's got, must... got ten to lead two cup goals, yeah. Yeah, Bart must be... No, Bart's not ever-present. Have we got no ever-presents now buried in... Oh, is Chambers still ever-present? Chambers. Chambers, yeah. Yeah, Chambers must be the only ever-present. Right, should we go... He is the renegade stat man. Should we go, should we go there, Dave, first? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was with Graham on Wednesday on the Naked Football Show, which you should all listen to because <laughs> they've shoehorned in a lovely Marcus Stewart mention. Have we mentioned Marcus Stewart this week? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you yeah. got a little mention. That one's um, Graham said. That one's for Ben. That yeah, yeah. Ben. All, but, well, all not, only was, not only was the stat man on there, but also our good friend Daryl. Daryl's very good, wasn't he? Daryl's yeah. extremely good on there, Daryl. Yeah, very good. Some um, very yeah. um, kind of, what's the word? Um, accurate with, um, you know, it doesn't just make it up like we do. <laughs> think, yeah. um, right, stat man says, by the <laughs> way, you can follow the stat man at chompx3 and you can read his excellent blog, which features... These very stats. Um, WordPress.com slash Renegade Statman. Um, evening grafters. The entertainment on the pitch continues to improve, although not quite at the levels of the 1980s Radio Orwell advert jingle. Get up and get down to Portman Road. Oh, yeah. That's what I call entertainment. Oh, I'm showing my age, aren't I? Um, you shame are. we didn't show. That? 
just stuck in my head, doesn't it? Um, shame we didn't show our current form against Lincoln in the cup. Otherwise, we'd be uh, facing Sutton stroke Arsenal in the quarterfinals. Um, yeah. Arsenal fan TV, Dave, describe it in one word. What's that? Arsenal fan TV? You must have seen it. Oh, just watch it. Just go on YouTube. Arsenal fan TV is just hilarious, honestly. Um, Lincoln's fairy tale continues. Could they win the whole competition? Don't sit there sniggering pundits and fans alike. Said the same about Leicester in the Premier League last season, so you never know. I was interested to see how Ipswich's past cup vanquishers have progressed in the FA Cup after they dumped the Blues out of, open quotes, the world's greatest cup competition. Quote, close quotes. No, mm-hmm. if you mention the FA Cup, you always have to say the world's greatest cup competition. Um, Lincoln's progress into the quarterfinals bucks the current trend. The previous six seasons, when Town have been knocked out of the third round, our opponents all went out in the following fourth round. On six wow. occasions, Ipswich lost to the eventual losing finalist. The last time this happened was in 84-85. Town lost Ever. a sixth round replay to Everton 1-0 following a 2-2 away draw. Everton lost to Manchester United in the final. Norman Whiteside with the only goal. And what a goal. Wunderkid. Ipswich have lost to the eventual winner on six occasions also. The full record as follows. Perhaps you and David can share your memories about the games. Dave, you better start this one. Uh, The first was in 73-74 when Ipswich lost 2-0 to eventual winners Liverpool at Anfield in the fifth round. Liverpool Mm -hmm. defeated Newcastle. 3-0 3-0 in the final. It was to be Bill Shankly's last game in charge yeah. of the final. That's where he says Newcastle were undressed, isn't it? Yeah. David yeah. Coleman. That's when he says um, um, goals, goals pay the rent and Keegan does his share. I think he also says Toshak 2, Keegan 1, Liverpool 3, Newcastle none. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 That's David Gen- Coleman though, not Barry Davis. Genius. Too early for David, Barry David Davis. Coleman. Uh, extraordinary. <laughs> 1-0. Uh, 74-75. <laughs> Town lost 2-1 to West Ham in a semi-final uh, replay at Stamford Bridge. West Ham beat fellow London club Fulham 2-0 in the final. West Ham still hold the record of being the last team to win the FA Cup, fielding an all-English team. Good work, yeah. man. Um, mm-hmm. in, oh, I love this game. Um, in 1991-2, Ipswich lost again in the fifth round to Liverpool. This time, Town lost the replay 3-2 after a scoreless tie at Portman Road. I remember being at this game and still argue to this day that Jan Mulby's free kick was taken 10 yards closer to the goal than where the infringement took place. Town put in a spirited effort and I always remember Gavin Johnson's bullet head. This week. What a goal. Um, Liverpool went on to beat Sunderland 2-0 in the showpiece event. Dizelle scored in front of the cop, didn't he? He did. Um, Andy, yeah. Andy Gray. Uh, when Andy Gray was not sexist, well, he probably was still, uh, allegedly, uh, <laughs> apparently. Um, uh, d- d- I'll delete that bit. Um, in 92-93, we've mentioned Keys and Gray, good. Um, in 92-93, Ipswich lost 4-2 to Arsenal in a six-round tie at Portman Road. Uh, Boncho and Kiwami with Towns goals. Phil Whelan netting an OG for the Gunners, he'll do that. Um, Arsenal tr- triumph lot of, over... A lot of trouble, a lot of trouble that day, I seem to remember. Oh dear. Lots Arsenal... of trouble. Oh God, Tottenham have just drawn Millwall as well. I might leave London for that day. Um, <laughs> Arsenal triumph over Sheffield Wednesday at Wembley following a replay. Uh, yeah. In 2007-2008, Ipswich lost to Portsmouth. Liam Trotter oh. was unjustly shown red after 24 minutes by Mark Halsey. That was pathetic, wasn't it? Um, then scored, to make matters scored, worse, arch nemesis David Nugent yeah. came off the bench to net the only goal. Portsmouth beating Cardiff 1-0 at Wembley. Carnu with the only goal. Following that triumph, everything went to pop for Pompey. Good old Harry Redknapp. What should be mentioned, Dave, is David James was absolutely brilliant in that game, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, I remember. I just remember the assist. It was 
Sol Campbell with a hoddle-like assist hoof, and it just happened to find, obviously, Nugent one-on-one with a keeper. Obst. Last time Ipswich lost to the eventual cup winners was the following yeah, season happening. when they lost 3-1 to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Bruce equalised for Tower. Oh, before was there that day. Before yeah. Balak. I thought that said Bullsack. Before Balak <laughs> got his second. You look at the word Balak on screen. Men- mental free kick that day from Lampard, I seem to remember. Hey, Lampard yeah. won the goal from a free kick crowned Chelsea's yeah. display. Chelsea went on to lift the FA Cup after defeating Everton 2-1. I think you'll agree there's some great memories there. The power yeah. of love to you all, Renegade Statman. That was brilliant, Statman. Enjoyed that one. Um, P.S. Can time. you mention my blog? Done that. P.S. Done I'm it. after two tickets for Norwich. Um, can be contacted on Twitter. So, at ChompX3, if anyone's got Norwich tickets, um, hook up the Statman. Ben's going. I'm going. I'll be mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh, we'll come on to this in a minute. I've got, I've got a feeling, Dave. I've got, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. That tonight's going to be a good night. That's right. It, because it's the CV game. I don't know why I'm speaking in this voice. Or do I? I'm trying to think of a player who's played from Norwich and Ipswich. Oh, my God. Are you, are you on to me? You're on to me, hey? Ian Crook. No, almost. Almost. Um... Okay, the CV game. You know the rules. Um, I would read out. We had some. We had lots of feedback, but we we're going so long that I won't be able to read out all no. the all the yeah, feedback. I didn't, we, I didn't get it last week. Did someone got a hole in one last week. I can't remember who it was. Was it, was it Dwight York last week? What Dwight York got a hole in one? Yeah, was it, it Dwight York? Last it week? was Dwight York last week. Lovely. They got player. a hole in one from Dwight. What was your, What was the first club? Villa. Villa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's doable, isn't it? Um, Maybe. right, Dave. You're going to need to listen carefully on this one. Um, how many? How many? Not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so on, I'm going to name. Listening. I'm going to name the clubs of a player. Okay, Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Norwich. Oh. Bristol Rovers. Reading. Busan. Oh, got it. QPR. Swindon. <laughs> Colchester. <laughs> Norwich. What? <laughs> Exeter. Ooh. Orient. Exeter, yeah, Cheltenham, Dagenham, Farnborough, Eastleigh, <laughs> Farnborough, St Albans, where he's still there this season, age 41. Do I have to do it again? Yeah. Norwich, Bristol Rovers, Reading, Busan, QPR, Swindon, Colchester, Norwich, where he was hilariously loaned to Barnsley and then scored against Norwich to help relegate them. Exeter, Orient, voice, Exeter, yeah. Cheltenham, Dagenham, Farnborough, Eastleigh, Farnborough, St. Albans, 307 career goals, Dave. 307. Who is it? He's a green-haired twat, Jamie Curran. Oh, but what it? a goal that was with the green hair as well. Yeah, I know. Christ, he's, he's, do you know when journeyman fits the, the journeyman fits the bill there? Much travelled. And dare I say, if he had Frank Lampard Jr.'s attitude combined with his obvious talent, Service. should have played... And his service as well. Should have played yeah. for England, shouldn't he? Yeah, Jamie Curtin was player, wasn't he, man? Yeah, he player, was a a, bad attitude. Yeah, one we yeah. love to hate, but yeah, he was a bit of a, a bit of a bad lad by all accounts. But uh, yeah, what what a player! And, and a fair many... play, forty one. That's superb. And I think Still he's playing. got he's got goals this season as well. And how many oh, players sure. have had two? He had two spells at Exeter, two spells at Norwich, Norwich. two spells at Farnborough. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, let us know how you did with Jamie Curran. I'm expecting some twos there. Um, we're going to go on to the Norwich preview. So, um, 
let's preview the game and we put out a tweet asking for your best and worst Derby Day memories. We, we'll finish the pod with, with that, Dave. Um, so let me go through uh, the bits and bobs and we can talk through how you think this is going to go. Um, it's the great rivals. Um, last win against Norwich, April 2009. Um, since then... Lost five and drawn two of the seven meetings. Last yeah. one at Carrow Road, February the 5th, 2006. Um, basically, Jimmy, Jimmy Swan. Is that Jimmy Wan? Yeah, that, Danny Hanks, yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, since we pummeled them 5-0 in 98, that really pissed them off. And we've won five in 23. Um, God, really? Is that yeah. Christ almighty? They yeah. have... Yeah, they have it over us, don't they? Um, Jacob yeah. Murphy is the closest to ever present. Only 26 starts. Um and as you pointed out there, 33 played. Top goals, Jerome with 11. Oliveira with 8, excuse me. Top assists, Hurahan with 7. But Pritchard has 5 assists in 9 starts. They were on a nice run. They lost to Burton. The manager's under pressure. It seems like for, for both Ipswich and Norwich, the season's kind of over. And this is it, isn't it? It is really. They're bit it's unfortunate. It's got to win the games. We said about these playoff teams, and they dropped two. Well, they dropped two points. Would they take that as a point one? All right, they were winning. Dropped two points against um, Newcastle in the week, where everybody else won around them, well, just ahead of them, and obviously lost yesterday, and everybody else won. So it's going to take a big effort and a bit of a falling off um, from the teams above them to um, for them to um, you know for them to make the playoffs. And I look at the teams above them, and. I don't know, maybe Leeds, you know, Leeds, maybe, I mean, Huddersfield, eh? Sheffield Wednesday are on a roll and they've got just the firepower. Huddersfield, well, they're not, I don't, can't see them dropping many many more points, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, Leeds didn't impress me too much. And you think, you know, if anything happens to Wood, although he was poor yesterday, yeah, they they could be the ones that might drop some points, but we'll see. Reading, I think, will be Let's okay. Let's get your back on message, Dave, anyway. Yeah, so, sorry, mate. So Norwich aren't going to make the... I'm going to make the <laughs> Sorry, that's opinion. what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I think this is actually quite important in in respects of the gap closing between Ipswich and Norwich. I think, <laughs> call me a schadenfreudist, it's quite important that they stay down for a couple of seasons and then there's oh, some, yeah. some chance of us catching yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we need, yeah, we need that. Yeah. yeah, we do need that. Oh, I honestly thought they'd have gone with the squad that they had and what they've got. Um, they'd have been straight back up, but they just had that absolute horrific run, didn't they, from about, what, November through till, well, last month, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they are light up front, not heavy scoring with just Jerome playing up, but they've got some really good midfield players, Housen, Hurahan, Pritchard. Well, um, you say that, they're just very, very good at home. One eleven, drew two, lost three and scored 36. They are quite prolific at home, Ben. Oh, don't say stuff like that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, sold Robbie Brady in the transfer window for a whopping £13 million, but bought in um, who we liked, well, Luke Chambers' tormentor, but that's when he was playing out wide was um, Yannick Wilshire and signed this Mitchell Dykes on loan from Ajax till the end of the season. Left backs, so I think they let Olsen go to Derby, was it, I think? Swansea. Swansea. Swansea, you're right, yeah. Yeah, there is an Olsen yeah. at Derby. They're twins, aren't they? No, no, it's the other one. You're right, it's the other one. Yeah, aren't there some um, very attractive Olsen twins that are American ladies? Uh, Mary I Jane Olsen so. is ringing a yes. bell. Yes, yeah, anyway. that rings a, that rings a bell. Don't Google yeah. that. 
don't. No, no, um, no. Let's let's talk about um, the Ipswich team. Can I can I tell you what I think it's gonna it's gonna be? I think. Can I just can I just do a bit of the Norwich team yesterday? Just do some look at the Norwich team yesterday. It looks like they went. Well, I don't know. Yesterday, four three three. Maybe that. Um, obviously, the goal keep Ruddy and goal Martin. I put brackets crap close brackets next to him. Um, closer in the centre. Um, Whitaker and Dykes either side fullbacks. I've got to say, good midfield, and I like their midfield, especially midfield three: Tete, Housen, and Pritchard. Um, Jerome through the middle, I think, with looks like with Wilshire and Murphy out wide. Hurahan on the bench, and it wouldn't surprise me if Hurahan plays Hulahan. against us. Hurahan. So Sorry, I said Hurahan. I met Hulahan. Um, he always plays well against us, doesn't he? Good player, it really he? wouldn't. Yeah, he's a clever player. Getting on a bit. Well, must be. 33, 34 um, always seems to pull it out against us it wouldn't surprise me if he started against us next week okay so um, I think it'll be Barton goal I think Beryl yeah. stay in the middle of the three on Jerome yeah. Chambers yeah. right and Knudsen yeah. will be left uh-huh. I think I think it I think he'll go for Spence over Emmanuel again I hate to say it. I think he'll go Does for it, it. Yeah, I think we weren't, at, player. We, we weren't at Brighton, but I think Emmanuel had a tough night against Brighton. Sounded um, like it. I think Kenlock's going to stay put. Um, yeah, the yeah, interesting well, one, I'd be interested in your take, Dave. I think Hughes and Ward are going to play, but does does he, no. dro- does he drop skews? Well, this is it. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see Diago Raga playing there just for his, his, power and, his power and presence in there. You know, he's a unit. I'd like to see him in there. Um, Will he play Skews and Diagarag? I don't know what he's going to do in the middle. In there. I don't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't like to call that. I would not like to call that. Preferably, I'd love to see Diagaraga, Hughes, and Ward in there, but I don't know. I don't and it's going to it's going to be McGoldrick and Sears, isn't it? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Let's hope you know nothing uh, untowards. Well, there's no game this week, so let's have let's let's hope nothing untoward. Um, Untowards, ha- um, untowards happens in training. So the, um, the stat I heard, Dave, is that the last ten encounters they've yeah, taken incredible. They've taken the lead. We just, uh, you know, my <laughs> God, uh, they just had the hoodoo for so long. Anyway, let's, better than us, haven't they? Let's face it, they've just been better than us since Paul but, Lambert. Um, they've been better than us, yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I won't do a prediction. I just don't. I, I just can't predict that game. I hate predicting that game, and I just don't think you can really. It gives you that awkward, weird feeling. Like I went to the game on Saturday, totally relaxed, did get parked my car, in I go, make some phone calls, send some tweets, enjoy myself. I've got a, like a knot in my stomach even thinking about this uh, game. It's, yeah, I know. But isn't I it know. great to have that, that narrative that's lasted so long, you know? It, it is great, and you'd miss and it. it's a you'd proper it. rivalry, isn't it? So let's think now, if, if Norwich was still in the Premier League and the season panning out as it is... There's nothing. Well, right, we got a home game against Newcastle on Easter Monday, so I suppose, yeah, got that to look forward to. But the season would just be, you know, fizzling out now, wouldn't it? But at least you know you've got this one big game. It's on TV. It's on Sky next Sunday. It's it's great. It's Although great. I do agree with Ian Milne, what he said on Naked Footy. Um, before the season ends, I just like one game of Hughes, Lawrence, and Ward. Uh, Hughes. Lawrence and Williams all Williams. on the pitch at the same time. Oh, he called him. He called. He called him the Taffia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. anyway, look, we tweeted out um, Derby Day memories, Dave. There's lots of them. We asked for your best and for your worst, and uh, these are great. So I'm going to go through, Dave, um, and then we'll get yours at the end. Yeah, go. Um, yeah, please. 
Alex, uh, worst when perennial fat fuck Grant Holt scored a hat trick in the four one oh, at Carrow Road, destroyed a snowman there, in the babe. garden after. Uh, I was there. Oh, Renegade Statman says my pin tweet. Now that's very funny. Look at Statman's pin tweet. Um, I'll give it away. Um, his daughter was a mascot against Norwich and does something very funny when Grant Holt goes to shake her hand. So just check out that at Chompex Free. It's very, very funny. Uh, Daryl says um, he's just tagged Paul Anderson, um, which probably in recent years is the is the best one. Uh, Jonathan Powell says, one of my first trips to Norwich and we absolutely destroyed them and scored some top goals. Milton Walk, Thompson and Woods scored. Hospital I, Cup. And I believe <laughs> Milts had just turned down a move to our Norfolk neighbours. Uh, Mark Hasselholt, um, the only two I've attended, this is gravy, this. The only two I've attended are the Maffey Hattrick and the other four known goal. Maybe I should go more often. No, no, Maybe don't, Mark. Just leave it pristine and perfect like that. It's beautiful. Uh, BJS73, uh, got to be Brian Gunn and the blue and white supporting Divot. Uh, Adam Williams, uh, we'll be out the country for the latest edition. Could be a blessing. Best has to be the 5-0 in 98, Matthew 3, Petter 2. Uh, Tim Welsh, uh, mid-90s, when the this is the worst, when the ref gave us a late penalty to equalise at Carrow Road, only to change his mind and ungive it. Um, his Klaus Thompson went down, didn't he? George Burley yeah. was for him. Do you know, I was in the Barclay end that day. <gasps> Keeping very quiet. Um Ooh. Justin says, I'm old enough and lucky enough to have many. Megson's own goal, Gunn's air kick, 5-0 away, 4-0 away, Hospital Cup, Dazelle's double. Um, and just a quick one. Thank you, Justin. I wouldn't be going if it wasn't for you. Justin sorted my ticket out. He lives in Bristol. He can't make uh, it. Justin, yeah, good lad. Um, great guy. Um, uh, at uh, So ITFC Essex Blues. My first derby was 77. We won 5-0 at Portman Road. Wymark scored a hat-trick. Mm-hmm. Attendance, 34,735. Mm-hmm. Also seeing Tyson's first ever league goal away to Norwich in 78. My worst yeah. ever derby day was losing in the Milk Cup semi-final, 85 at Norwich. Steve Bruce scored a late winner. Uh, Kicked off the power. Giles Gooding. Uh, mine is the 93-2-1 home win and the stunning makes an own goal on 90 minutes. My wife was a- waiting outside and the ground erupted. Kevin, the best. Brian Gunn, air kick, closely followed by makes an own goal. Uh, Matthew Hattrick with Petter double. Tucker, hospital 4-0 win is up there. Sunny day, new Umbro <laughs> kit. Preseason optimism, low point, 3-0 defeat away the year before. Top two, though, Dazelle goal away and Tariko goal at home. Both 2-0 wins, I think. We have to go back for good derby memories. Uh, Will Coulthard, my first ever Will. match. My first ever match, wow. October 98. Lost 1-0 at home with Bellamy scoring the winner. Ah, oh, Bellamy, yeah. Hashtag wanker. Um, he was a good <laughs> player, though, wasn't he? We've done him on the CV game, haven't we, Bellamy? We um, have. David Pascoe, um, as, Walk's pen- as Walker put penalties past Gunn in 93, 94, 94, 95, that match, Brian may have got it right. He's talking about the Klaus Thompson one. Uh, Joe Fair's best moment seeing us win at Carrow Road for the first time. 2-0, Miller and Ben. That's Joe Royal, isn't it? Uh, but worst moment on the same day as Bowditch became the first player for Ipswich that was younger than me and killed my dream of ever making it. Very good. It uh, was, yeah. MW1, let's all do the gunny. Dozer playing with that hat and scarf up his shirt. That goal by Paul Anderson and the worst losing any time. Adam Trotter, worst coming back to the UK late 2014. Most of my extended family switched allegiance to Norwich 
after the derby loss. That is tough, isn't it? Uh, Martin died. The 2-0 home win in 97, I think. Friday night atmosphere, yes, it was, wasn't it? And it was it mad was. in the North Stand when Tariko scored. He used to do that, didn't he, Tariko? Sure. Big game player. Happy days. Graham Blythe. Worst equals Milk Cup semi-final in 85, but returned yeah. for the league game that same season. We won 2-0. Um, hashtag shut up budgies. Um, James Dack. Um, I think James is my new favourite correspondent, Dave. He sent about four tweets in a row that agree with everything I say on the pod every week. So, uh, really? Yeah, tweet more often, um, James. Um, yeah, don't, James, don't. <laughs> haven't had many, but the 23rd of August 2014, that's my birthday, wasn't fun, ended up in the forever noisy cobalt stand about two metres away from them. They scored in the 24th minute, and I had to spend most of the 90 minutes with them shouting in my ear as they won nil one. Rabbit, wasn't it? Yeah. Shit goal, Rabbit too. Goal. Um, Jake, our friend, um, this is a long-form one. As a young lad living in Norwich, my mum and stepdad knew the groundsman at Norwich and managed to get me a ball boy in the 2003 away win at Carrow Road. Why haven't I read this? I was horrified that I had to wear a Norwich tracksuit at the age of 11 that felt like a crime to my beloved ITFC. Anyway, I was positioned on the touchline and begrudgingly threw the ball back to Norwich players, but also had the privilege of throwing the ball to Sir Fabian of Wilness. I still remember having to keep quiet when his spectacular goal went in as my mum sat nervously among the home fans behind me and the late goal from Darren Bent when he broke on half wow that's beautiful isn't it? and ran yeah. nearly half the pitch I was stood up excitedly looking on when that hit the net I remember the devastated Norwich fans sitting behind me and when I turned around all I could see was my mum waving at me frantically to sit down as I celebrate what a fucking good day that was my worst was listening to the 4-1 defeat on the radio I just rented my first flat and I hate this shitty little radio when they scored I leapt up in disgust my radio hit the floor and broke and I had to text my friends to stay updated later that night I met with my aunts in the city for a night out Ipswich shirt still on but underneath a big jumper it was a cold night I was in a little bar on Prince of Wales Road a lovely place stood outside smoking a cigarette leaned up against the railings when a creeper lad spotted the blue and white below my jacket hauled me over the railings took a couple of hits and got pulled out by a bouncer fellow blue luckily had to spend the rest of my night in a club full of Norwich fans taking the piss not a winner laugh out loud fuck you Paul (laughs) Jewell you got me a kick in Jake that's brilliant I think that's the email of the year isn't it yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. I, I, there, lo- I love the, the he was a baller. <laughs> um, David, quickly, um, trying to pacify an amorous girlfriend so I could listen to the radio commentary of our 2-0 win at Port Red. How amorous did that get? Um, in April 97, ended up bunging an audio cassette on and taping the match. Oh, right, it's now what you got up to here. Yeah. Uh, worse, the only derby I saw in the flesh was 1-0 loss at Port Road in 98. Bellamy scored the winner. Ewan Roberts missed an open goal and knocked himself out on the goalpost. I remember that. Dreadful game, huge letdown after the 5-0 match earlier that year. Start of a yeah. fairly barren run for us in derbies. Only five wins out of last 23. Magilton three, Royal two, seven draws and 11 losses. And Noel, last one, Dave. Oh, get my breath back. Early 70s, Texaco Cup me. final at Carrot Road. We went in our thousands, won the cup. And after the game, it. hundreds of Ipswich fans, including me, went Played on the pitch, the pitch, ran around doing a lap on. I never got it. Dave, we're eight, uh, God, 86 minutes in. What, what's your best and worst quickly? Um, my best one, um, that great year. Sorry, Ben, boring. 1988, you won. Um, 3-1 win in a League Cup replay. Merlin Tyson, absolutely brilliant. And my worst one, later that season, um, two days before, three, two or three days before Easter Monday, 1981, uh, Paul Cooper, who unbelievably was a player of the year that year, you believe it, um, let one in on his near post by Justin Fashion and that when we realised after we lost that game that um, we weren't going to win the league. However, great character in that team. Two days later, we went and won 1-0 in Cologne and got through the UEFA Cup final. Um, I've got to go for the 5-0, Dave. I was at Manchester 
on yeah, the Wednesday night and Dyer scored right at the end. And that was the, the run of scoring five in three consecutive home games. Huddersfield, Norwich and Port someone Vale. else was in a Port Vale, yeah. Was it Port Vale? John, no, it was yeah. Oxford. It was Oxford. We only put three Oxford. past Port Vale, yeah. Yeah, I think Johnson perhaps got a hat-trick somewhere along the line. He did, one of those. Yeah. He didn't score against Norwich, but yeah. Oxford. I don't know what the worst one was. I did have a ticket for the 5-1 one, um, the five one home home, home, home yeah, defeat. And I, I was on tour... Um, and I was in Northern Ireland, um, yes. and I was getting text updates from my dear mother, and they just kept coming and kept another coming. Goal. Another yeah, goal, another goal, another goal. So I'll go for that. The other one, there's someone mentioned that League Cup semi final. I was there second leg. Yeah, that was a bad one. They kicked us off the park. Dean scored that stupid deflection, and then Bruce scored, headed in from a corner. And that was, you know, our hopes of Wembley was uh, God. Dash. The thing that and gets... they went down. That was that was quite nice because I think literally someone mentioned that. Three weeks later, we went there in the league, beat them two 0 which virtually guaranteed we stayed up and virtually sent them down that um, that day. Do you remember as well? They, you talk about them just always taking the lead against the run of play in the promotion season. You and Roberts hits a crappy, <sighs> crappy shot that's going nowhere, and it just deflects in the Fred only place. Yeah, and then and then I think it was Fetus, and then he scores yeah. a worldie later on. So please, yeah. Ipswich, just. Don't concede after 25 minutes against the run of play like you always bloody Bradley well do. John, Bradley yeah. Johnson's moved on, so we ain't got to worry about him. The oh, Thunder bastard or something. But, um, yeah, be... Thank you, everybody, for your memories. Though. That's been brilliant on Twitter. I think we got all of them read out. Um, right, God, Dave, outro is this quickly. A, is, this a world, is this a record? Yeah, it's, it's, be, yeah, it's it? coming up for 90 minutes. You could watch our football <laughs> match. Um, ooh, ooh. Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. I'm at Benjamin Bloom. Dave's at David Diamond Three uh, Facebook. dot <laughs> um, com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Dave, plug your bicycle race quickly. Yeah, it's uh, UK Virgin Money Giving dot com slash David Diamond. It's a charity cycle race, cycle cycle event race at all. Over two days, hundred and fifty miles in two days for uh, prostate cancer. Good charity, prostate cancer and friends of Ipswich Town. And there's a few... I went to a meeting, actually, this week, Ben. There's a few players doing it. I think Titus Bramble's doing it. Neil Thompson. How good is he going to be on a bike? The size of his thighs, he's going to be there in about half an hour. Can I just it? say, um, a couple of weeks ago, I did 158 miles in two days. Just, you know, just yeah, training. Yeah, driving. Yeah, you were driving. Oh, God, yeah. 158 driving. miles every bloody day, my drive. Yeah, um, and, I've, and I've got... Just, just on behalf of Slarball, I've just got to ask you... Um, what are your thoughts about Joe Rue taking over from Alistair Cook? Well, I think um, <laughs> Alistair Cook has been a very good... What does he do? <laughs> a very good batter. And I think oh. Joe oh. Rue oh. is going to be an excellent batter. And oh. I look forward to lots of five-day events ending in draws and stopping every time it rains. <laughs> um, cool. Right. Acast, download the Acast app. Download us on iTunes um, and see you at Norwich if you're going. Send us a tweet and we'll try and avoid the police and not get frog much to the station. Dave, say bye. Up at Town. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. 
Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.